Want to support Boulder Inc., a nonprofit that provides entrepreneurs, their startups, and teams with the tools to build a successful business, all while prioritizing overall health and wellness, and best yet, help keep Be Boulder ad-free? If yes, join our Patreon and get exclusive access to Patreon-only content and merch. Use the link in the show notes to join now. I mean, even our computers show us, right? Sometimes that you just need to turn something off for a little while and let it take a time out. And then when you turn it on, it's better again. Welcome back to this week's episode of Be Boulder. Last week, we chatted with Dr. Alex Heidechuk on tracking our recovery data and the studies that we'd love to run uh, through Whoop. But this week, you know, I think it's important to dig into something that he said. It was a really simple statement, but it was a really important statement. And it's simply this. If you can't track it, you can't change it. Okay. And so, gosh darn it, was he right? You know, I thought about that more and more after we got off our discussion and holy smokes, uh, you know, is that accurate? You know, one of the things that we think about a lot at Be Boulder is a, a pillar called physical wellness. We have mental wellness, physical wellness, financial wellness, and spiritual wellness, however so defined. And so with the physical wellness pillar, one of the things that we spend a lot of time thinking about is, you know, how do we improve the lives of entrepreneurs through physical wellness? And obviously, if we can't track existing physical wellness data, we can't change it. And one of the things we have to balance there for the entrepreneur a lot of times is, you know, when to go and to push down on the pedal because, you know, gosh knows there's going to be nights where you have to pull an all-nighter to get something done. But then how do you recover on the backside of that? So, well, how do we do that? We track our data. <laughs> and so we know when we need to recover more and when we need to, we have the energy to go ahead and, and push the pedal down even farther. So let's dig into that a little bit this week. Physical health and our physical well-being and wellness is one of the things I think we often take for granted. And it's sort of one of those things like we don't change our oil on our cars sometimes until the light goes on and says like, yo, yo, you better change the oil. And then sometimes even then we don't listen and we keep pushing and we keep pushing our car and, and we don't change our oil. And then sometimes some, something breaks down or something falls apart. Well, the body's not much different. Uh, I think the body a lot of times... <laughs> Uh, gives us some funny little warning signals. You know, maybe we're sore, maybe we're tired, maybe we're not thinking clearly, you know, maybe we kind of hurt ourselves minorly. And that's our body's way of telling us, hey, slow down, slow down. But we oftentimes keep forging through, particularly those of us who are running our own businesses, running practices, you know, having a startup, whatever it might be. You know, a lot of times we spend all this time and energy on our business and we keep pushing and pushing and pushing and, and we don't sleep enough and we don't eat right. And our body is giving us warning signals oftentimes and they could come in a variety of ways. But, you know, we don't listen because we keep pushing because we're chasing this almighty, you know, golden thing, which, you know, for some of us might be an IPO. Some of us might be, you know, the next big client, the first client, whatever it's going to be. And I, I do think we need to rethink that a little bit because, I mean, even our computers show us, right, sometimes that you just need to turn something off for a little while and let it take a time out. And then when you turn it on, it's better again. I know oftentimes 
one of my dear friends, Dave Altman, he used to tell me like, did you reboot it? You know, did you reboot your computer? And I was like, why do I have to do that? And, and 99 times out of 100, that was the issue, right? I just needed to turn it off to let it take a time out and turn it back on again. And I think our bodies are no different than that. There is always a time and a place to push the pedal, right? Sometimes we're training for something. Sometimes we're trying to bring on a new client. Sometimes we're trying to rework an operating system, whatever it's going to be. And we have deliverables and we need to achieve the thing in the time frame that we told someone we were going to achieve it. Because if we don't, you know, we lose some credibility. Uh, maybe we need that revenue, whatever it's going to be. But I think on the backside, we need to know what we need to do to take care of ourselves to recover so that we can do that again if need be. You know, our working world is not that much different than like optimal training for an Olympic athlete. And I know that sounds a little bit dramatic, but hear me out. You know, we all need to be able to function at peak capacity, mental capacity in the working world now and then. And do we need to do be able to do that all the time? If we're honest with ourselves? No, half the time we can be drooling on ourselves and no one is going to notice. But you know, once in a while, we really need to knock the cover off the ball. And that's when we need to be functioning at our peak performance. And we need to be recovered and well rested and feeding ourselves appropriately in order to do that. And so Look, if you know those things are coming, you can start to plan your life and you can track your data, you know, be it on a whoop if you like the whoop or you can track your sleep and it'll tell you how recovered you are or how recovered you are not. And so you can make some decisions about, hey, I know I can go another couple days with a minimal amount of sleep, but I probably have to dig in and get my, find a way to get myself some additional sleep coming up here in the next two or three days, or I'm just going to start to fall apart as a human being. The other piece of the puzzle, right, is making sure that we're feeding ourselves appropriately. I've tracked my macros, for example, for approximately 958 consecutive days. I know exactly how many grams of protein, how many grams of fat, and how many carbs I eat every single day. I know my caloric intake every single day. And I also know that if I have to pull a night that I'm not going to get to sleep a lot, that I'm not going to get to do um, a lot of rest and recovery and a ton of self-care, I know I need to feed myself differently. How do I know that? Because I've tracked the data and I've watched it. Right. So I can see when I run out of energy and when I run out of steam. So I compare macros and I compare sleep data to be able to say, okay, I need to be better and I need to do better. And this isn't actually that hard. Okay. We have, you know, Apple watches, tons of us have them, and we have other devices, be it a Fitbit, Whoop, you know, Garmin, whatever it's going to be that allows us to see all of this data and compare it across devices and say, whoa, I need to make some changes. You know, for me, I thought I fundamentally believed I could just go and go and go forever for a really long time. And I had no idea that uh, I needed the amount of sleep that I need. Um, so the amount of sleep that I need statistically every single night is eight hours and four minutes of sleep a night. That's a lot of sleep. Is that realistic given my job all the time? Not totally. So I have to find a compromise and I have to find a balance. I have to know when can I go ahead and push the pedal down and say, okay, I'm going to forego a little bit of sleep, but I'm going to make sure I take care of my diet on the other side so that I can be functioning at peak capacity. And, you know, it's, it's a lot to, to manage, but it's not right. All of us are worth it. 
And the first thing that we always let go of is we say, oh, I don't need to sleep that much. And I don't need to take care of my eating, be it, you know, I don't need to eat the right foods or the right macros or I, you know, screw it, I'm going to eat Cheetos at 10 o'clock at night because I'm still in the office and I'm trying to grind this out. Look, there are plenty of healthy choices that we can make each and every day. You just need to plan and you need to set that time aside. And I think some of the things that people do here is they make a lot of excuses and excuses are great, but excuses lead to downfalls, right? If you want to be the best entrepreneur that you can be, if you want to be the best lawyer, you want to be the best small business owner, you want to be the best, name it, mom, dog mom, whatever it's going to be, you need to take care of yourself first and foremost. If you're running on empty, be it with sleep, with poor nutrition, whatever it's going to be, you can't give the amount that you want to give. You're not going to make decisions clearly if you haven't slept in seven days and you haven't eaten appropriately and fueled your body, okay? So when we start to make decisions from a place where one of our four pillars is a little wonky, particularly our physical wellness pillar, which also affects our mental health, also affects our spiritual health, and oftentimes affects our financial health because we can't think straight. <laughs> and if we're making decisions that are a little bit wonky from center core, think about how that reverberates into the rest of your life. It's going to make, you know, for questionable decisions in your home life. You know, you're not seeing your significant other or your kids or whatever it's going to be to the degree that you want to. That's going to impact you a little bit. And then you're going to make some choices in your business life and you're going to be tired. And if you look me in the face and you tell me that the best decisions that you make are when you're exhausted or when you're not recovered, I'm going to tell you you're full of shit. You're just not being honest with yourself. That's not real. That's not realistic. So we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves because we need to make great decisions from our center core, which means we make great decisions in business, which in turn means we make ourselves and other people, if we've got investors, a crap ton of money. Right. So if that's our goal, which, it, you know, I'm assuming it is, no one likes to not make money. Um, you know, I think that that's just the reality of it here where we have to take better care of ourselves in order to make some of those things happen. And it's so easy to say, I'm going to push my wellness to the side. But we have lots of data available at our fingertips on all of these devices we walk around with each and every day. So here is an opportunity to track your data, take it in and say, what am I doing right? What could be going a little bit wrong? What could I be doing better? I'm not asking for people to make monumental changes each and like, you know, in one, you know, split second, but we can make teeny tiny little changes, which have a compounding impact on our lives over time, Right. If we actually start to track what we're eating each and every day and we reduce, we notice, oh, shoot, you know, I've been eating 3,000 calories. I should probably eat 2,500. And shoot, maybe you don't want to go all the way down. That's a big, that feels like a big jump. Even if you start eating only 2,800 a day, that's over a week's time, 1,400 fewer calories that you have to burn off or your body has to figure out what to do with. And guess what? When you're running around with a foggy brain because your body has too much fuel, too much fuel equals fat, too much of a good thing is always a bad thing, right? So I like sugar just as much as the rest of us, but we still got to take care of that. So, you know, make sure that we are thinking about that and track that data, understand what you're doing really right and 
commend yourself for that and track that data that maybe isn't going so right and think about the ways that you can make small incremental changes each and every day that have a lasting and compounding effect over time. The same goes with your sleep. I used to lie to myself and tell myself I needed four hours of sleep a night. I was wrong. I need eight and a half. Well, eight and eight and four minutes, like I said. But <laughs> I didn't know that and I couldn't make changes in my life to improve that. And I will tell you, I started sleeping more. My thought and clarity got better. My work product got better. I would say my relationships got better because I was less of a heinous human being. And so overall, things improved. But if I didn't track that data and I didn't have that knowledge, how could I make those changes? So just to dig in on what, you know, Dr. Haderchak said last week, we need to track our data. And if you can't track it, you can't change it. And if you want to make changes in your life, particularly in terms of your physical wellness, you need to track that data and you need to figure out how to do that. So lots of preaching here today, but I do fundamentally believe in this because I do fundamentally believe, excuse me, that the better we take care of ourselves, the better we are to, able to execute on all of the things and the great and amazing things that we can do and that we were put on this earth to do. So with that, go forth and conquer. Eat better, sleep better, track that data, make some great changes. And as always, thanks for listening. Don't just be bold. Take care of yourself and be bolder. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review if you enjoyed this episode. Follow us on Insta at BeBolderCast or visit our blog at TheBolderLife.com. If you have questions or suggestions for me, leave me a message at 614-706-6693. 